Welcome everyone to the MetSpa Accelerator podcast brought to you by Everbowl Marketing, the go-to resource so you can get the latest hacks and best practices so that you can market and grow a profitable medical aesthetics practice. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the MetSpa Accelerator. I'm Luis Trevino, and I'm joined with our co-host, Maripili Mincheca. Hey! And uh, together, we are the co-owners and co-founders of Arable MetSpa Marketing. Yes. Uh, and we're super pumped to be excited here today with you guys, bringing you another episode. Um, today, we're going to be talking about how you should be marketing your Mets ball during the shutdown. I know. Oh, how did we um, hear it the other day being said? It is the, uh, um, you know, like it's the Great Depression. The Great the Lockdown. Great, the Great Lockdown. The Great Lockdown. <laughs> We're yes. making history right now. We're making history, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's so it's it's so insane. Now, some of you might be shocked with this title because um, I know a lot of people out there are kind of in this mindset where well, you shouldn't be marketing or you shouldn't be trying to sell anything or just different things like that. Honestly, guys, we do not disagree with that. I mean, we do not agree with that. <laughs> Sorry. What? <laughs> I was going to say, just do whatever feels best for you on your business. Yeah. However, we might change your mind here. <laughs> With some extra, like, I guess just, like, thinking about it in a different way. Yeah, I mean, the the, the reality is that, and we've kind of talked about this in some of our, in the, you know, in our previous episodes, different things like that. Like, like right now, it is a really good opportunity for us to be marketing just because of some of the things that have happened. Like, since less people are marketing right now, it's opened up, it's less competitive, so it's just a lot more... Uh, uh, affordable to be advertising, right? So you could really capitalize on that. And a lot of people are just at home on their phones. So now more than ever are actually people, now now more than ever, your audience is bigger, right? And so... And actually, have you noticed like less ads on your feed or more or have you noticed i've just noticed different ads yes i was gonna say the same thing (laughs) yeah just like different ads uh because obviously it's like you know again we talked about this before right but basically it's like there is a problem and now all of a sudden came out these people trying to offer a solution to that problem they started to create all of this relevant content associated right. to that problem, right? Right. And all of these businesses trying to, of course, adapt to these times. Yeah, 100%. And and this is something that we've been kind of, you know, preaching for, for uh, you know, during this time, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, we need to be innovating and adapting. We can't just... Like uh, we said in the other episodes, like this is not a vacation, guys. Like yeah. if you, this is perfect time. Like you in our previous episode of embracing the downtime, right? Mm-hmm. Talked about that. It's this is not a vacation. This is a perfect time to really for you to focus on growing your business and working on the business instead right. of in it. You don't have to focus on the day to day right now, but you can really focus on the things that really matter, so that when you do open your doors again, you can hit the ground running. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and you solved a lot of those little problems that you already knew you had. You just hadn't had the time to actually work on. Right. Yeah. And it's also a time to like, of course, your doors are shut. So there's no like your revenue is not coming in like it usually is. So it's also the time to, like you said, innovate right now yeah. and think, oh, think outside the box. Yeah. Think yes. outside the box. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Like we need to innovate and adapt. And this is something that. Um, I actually heard Simon Sinek say, if you guys don't know who Simon Sinek is, you should definitely look him up. Really great business uh, uh, speaker and author. 
but you know, I, I was listening to one of his conversations with uh, his team right now. And I kind of, I mean, I, I got inspired by what he was saying because one of the things he mentioned was that I know it feels like unprecedented times right now, but it really, if you really think about just, when you think about it in business in general, right? Like it's not, it's not unprecedented because here's the thing. Businesses have always had to adapt and innovate. And as entrepreneurs, we need to do the same, right? Yeah. And uh, if you really look at other crises in the past, like crises, you know, like the dot-com bubble back in 2000, the great recession, 2008, 9, 10, mm -hmm. um, you know, and then like, these are all like times in our history where businesses had to innovate and adapt. They had to think of outside of the box. They had to be creative so they can, I don't want like, not even like, I was going to say like to come out on top, but not even necessarily just to come out of it, you yeah. know, like, you know, like to survive. Right. And then yeah. to set themselves up to actually thrive once things got outside of it. Because honestly, guys, like it, we have two choices. We can either be reactive to the situation and complain and panic and, and, yeah. and be negative, Shut down. right? Shut down. <laughs> or we can be proactive. We can be positive yeah. and we can really strive to figure something out so that we can make sure that we survive and then we set ourselves up in the future so that we can thrive, right? Because, you know, like what else are we going to do? Like, you know what I mean? Like what, what other yes. choice do we have? Like I re, like even for ourselves, and this is something that every business is going through. Right. We're struggling, right? Yeah. Like every business is struggling right now. Every person is struggling. And even in our, ourselves, it's like, you know, Billy and I have had these conversations where, what are we going to do? Are we just going to like give up? No, because it's just not who we are. Right. And uh, there's all these people depending on us. And so we want to make sure that we continue to push forward and we're going to figure something out because that's the thing. Like when you set your mind to something, you know, naturally, like you just, I don't know, like, it's just like, it just happens. It just comes, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. 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 <laughs> and I'm not going to downplay, like, this is, um, a big issue. Like, yeah. and it's something that our generation or none of the generations of life right now kind of like have gone through. So it is a big one to yeah. solve, but yeah. there is something about it that you can do. You can adapt. Like, you know, like I, I, I would say like when the internet also like came on, on board and like people had to change from like mailing stuff to a website, it was like a whole new thing. And it was like, how, how do we do this? And then social media happened and wait, what? Now I have to be on social media <laughs> and then yeah. I have to send emails and I have yeah. to do all these things. And guess what? Like people did it and it used to be like, maybe not as big as this, but you know, it was a big issue then. Yeah. And you know, businesses had to adapt and had to go into this. So a hundred percent. And like, and so uh, what, one of the other things that Simon Sinek was saying that I thought was really great to hear. It's like, yeah, I mean, there's natural disasters that happen or, or, or crises that happen th throughout yeah. our history. But yeah. even if you just think about like just general business stuff, like a business always has to adapt and innovate. That's how they are able to stay in business. So if you think about, like, if you go back to our history and think about companies like Netflix and Blockbuster, right. you know, Netflix came in, right, with the new solution, more convenient. It was, a you know, a better solution overall. What happened? Blockbuster did not innovate, did not adapt, right? 
and they, they went out of business. They laughed at Netflix's face. They though. they laughed at Netflix's face whenever <laughs> Netflix tried to actually uh, partner with them. Yeah. Um, or Amazon and Toys R Us. Amazon, Toys R Us is another great example. Uber and the taxi industry. Um, you know, this is some- all of these like all, uh, like also shopping. Um, you know, like Walmart or HEB if you're from Texas, like yeah. having to do the curbside and order online. Like yeah. that's their way of adapting to these times. Yeah, that's like yeah, like restaurants. Like restaurants all of a sudden can't have people dining in, but now they've like really locked on on just delivery and curbside. Yeah. They've had to, you know, like you know, part of HEB and and Walmart doing this because. All of a sudden, we had Instacart, and we had, you know, all these other, uh, uh, you know, I guess, like, uh, even companies that were just straight up delivering your groceries to yeah. your door. Like, you know, we were even using one for a while, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, HelloFresh? HelloFresh. Yeah, so we used yeah. HelloFresh for a while, and it's like, you know, it's like, well, what is what is Walmart going to do? Are they just going to, you know, like, cry about it and complain? You know, like, no, like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they're going to come up with the solution. And so it's just a part of business, guys. Yeah. And then honestly, the, the most positive way, because, yes, it, it is a horrible situation. And there's, you know, a lot of, you know, negative things or bad things that are happening right now. But really all we can try to do is be positive and try to spin it in a way where we can still try to push forward because yeah. we have no other choice, right? We have to keep pushing forward. We need to adapt. We innovate. Think out of the box. We need to be creative. Um, that being said, you know, one of the other things that is just super important when it comes to just, uh, you know, creating a business plan and especially even if you are like a brick and mortar business because, you know, a lot of the times you're, you don't have a lot of you know cash reserves, right? Mm-hmm. Is having these type of contingency plans in place in your business because mm-hmm. here's the thing: like, if you've heard like the conversations or you know the news about Bill Gates predicting this back in 2015, blah blah blah, blah right? Like, you'll know that like it's not a matter of if; it's always a matter of when. And right now, as horrible as it is, right, it's a pandemic, but guess what? There will always be something going on, whether it's a hurricane, a tornado, uh, flooding, snow, uh, getting snow, like, um, you know, market crash. Like, there will always be something, and we need to have these contingency plans in place to make sure that we can you know, get ourselves out of it. Like not even, not even necessarily focusing so much on like coming out on top. Like it's, it's literally coming out of it. Like, because right now it's not so much about growing the business, right? It's more about protecting your assets. Like your business is your asset. Your staff is your asset, right? Protecting your assets and, and positioning yourself so that when you do open, you know, again, or when things start going back to normal in quotation points, uh, yeah, Mark, sorry, <laughs> um, you know, that you, you're positioned to make sure that you mm-hmm. survive through this and that you are, then at that point, you are able to come out ahead, right? Right. Um, you know, and that's just business. That's the, you know, the open market, right? That's just how, you know, things are. Right. right. And I would say, like, um, yeah, my, right now maybe it's not taking it to the next level, but taking it to a different level, right? Yes. Opening up uh, your communication systems. Like a few years ago, we had to open up email as a communication. Yeah. And now 
recently still, I would say maybe within a year, opening up to text messages, like two-way text messages. Mm -hmm. So now it's just like the next level or the different level. It's opening up that communication with your clients to virtual consultations. 100%. Like, and like us being a virtual company, like we're all about this. Like I remember even, uh, Billy had to go to the doctor and, uh, I was, I, I was just, I was telling Billy, I'm like, and it, it, cause it was a, it was a trip for us. And I'm like, why do we have to, I was upset. I'm like, why do we have to make this trip? Why can't we just do a video conference call <laughs> with this doctor? Like, you know, I was just really upset about it because one time we actually drove and then she had to cancel on us. And I was yeah. very upset about that. Yes. <laughs> Yes, because it was also like a follow-up. So it was something oh, where yeah. she was just going to give him my results and kind of just walk through what the process was going to yeah. look like. And honestly, like I would still have paid the, you know, the consult, of course, 100%. But yeah, I, to I totally agree. Like it could have been something where like we could just web, you know. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and so there's a lot of great tools out there for video, for virtual consultations, guys. So that's how we were going to like, that's like number one, how you should be marketing your business right now. Mm -hmm. The whole point of having virtual consultations out there, guys, is that people do want, like they have nothing better else to do. And so having a virtual consultation now, they've always wanted to do these things or learn about these treatments. And now the fact that they're at home doing nothing gives them the opportunity to actually have these virtual consultations with you. Mm -hmm. Now, you're probably thinking, man, Luis, but like, who's really going to buy? Well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Number one. But honestly, that's, I mean, really what we're advising our clients is that, yes, you should do the virtual consult. You should offer some type of stimulus package offer, okay? And, uh, and that being said, lock them into this pricing if they give a deposit. That way you can still generate some revenue to cover your overhead till you open again. And then schedule them out for 30 days later. If you're still not open, call them back and then rebook them for two weeks out, four weeks out, whatever it is that you need to do, depending on what's going on in your specific area because every area is different. Right. 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 And, you know, like, um, you already have a database, right? And I feel like right now, everybody had, like, because they're at home, because they're watching the news, like, at least every news um, outlet and media, like, they're talking about small businesses. Yeah. And they have been kind of just saying, like, hey, if you do have the means, like, so, help support, support your local, your business. local businesses. Yeah. And most people just kind of, like, think about restaurants i feel but you are a local business and you know uh one of the key things that we kind of had in our med special survival guide too is like hey you need to communicate to your people what is it that you need and don't be afraid to ask for 100%, help yeah. you know like right now your doors are closed and we completely understand that part of your services has to be a one-on-one -on -one interaction they have to come for you to be able to inject them for you to be able to do a facial for you to be able to do cool sculpting on them however that does not mean that you can't provide a service in a different way for sure Right. Yeah, and we're saying knowledge, like your knowledge in regards to skincare, beauty, health, wellness, whatever it is, is something that, on, very like, very, yeah, valuable. And you could literally charge for that, you know, like if you if you wanted to, right? Um, but but my second point to that is like, yes, like you can ask for money, you can generate revenue that way. That'll help you stay generate enough to help cover your overhead. Um, but the flip side to that is that I, I would say like maybe making a purchase 
right then and there is not necessarily 100% the goal. You want to have this consultation with them so you can build rapport with them so you can, you know, position yourself in their in their minds, right? So that, hey, because yeah, maybe somebody might not buy right now, but guess what? When things start getting back to normal, you already poured into them, you already gave them value. Mm-hmm. And so whenever they are ready to do that treatment, who are they gonna do it with? Well, they're gonna do it with you because you actually opened up the door to them and provided them a solution when nobody else was providing solutions, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. And so you're gonna be top of mind once they do reopen. And that's what I mean by trying to stay alive right now, right? Trying to survive through this and then positioning yourself for the next six months, right? Mm-hmm. Because, hey, if you're in business, like, you know, it's not it's not a short-term game. Like, you're in it for the long-term and you need to be doing strategic moves now, right? Mm-hmm. So, that it, yeah, so that it pays off six to 12 to 24 months from now, yeah. right? And yeah. that's how you should be looking at your business. And that's just marketing, guys. Like, I mean, well... I feel like a lot of people have been spoiled by the, and, and obviously we, we do this, yes. we provide this, we provide, like, for you for our clients, we provide direct instant results, right? But to be honest, like that's, that's part of a direct response advertising that we've kind of mastered and we've helped our clients. But the other flip side to that is that the branding aspect an to it. Approach. Yeah, an indirect approach, the branding aspect to it. And that's how you can get exponential results because when you combine branding and like you know, like out, like inbound marketing uh, concepts with direct response. That's when you can really have exponential results. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That is like though. Yeah, that is amazing. So that being said, like when you when you focused on branding, it's not. It wasn't something that happened overnight. It wasn't instantaneous, right? right. It's something that you invested heavily in upfront. And guess what? You didn't see a return on investment on that. Like, you'd be insane to expect a return on investment on that in the next 30 days. You wouldn't, right? But guess what? Like, you know, 10, 20 years from now, you look at companies like Fortune 500 companies right now, these are staples in our, in our, you know, in our country, right? And these are brands that you know and that you recognize because they Mm -hmm. put in the work, right? right? Um, Every luxurious brand had to take like a really long time. And you can see like from the very beginning how they started as a nobody to you know, a product that is worth like hundreds and yeah. thousands of dollars. And, and I have a pretty good case study, like story on this. Like one of our clients, like who's based in Phoenix, like they're, oh my God, like every time, like <laughs> every time I, I look at their account, because so, so, you know, so we use Patient Gem to keep track of our clients' results, right? Mm-hmm. And I literally, right before we started recording this video, I was, I was telling Billy, I was like, I was like, oh my God, like, and she, she, she heard me all like, what's going on? And, and cause I'm like going out of, I'm like flipping out over here and I'm like, oh my God, this client last, you know, yesterday I looked at their account and they were at 151 and then today, literally right before we started this video, they were at 159, literally they made $8,000. And when I say 151 guys, I meant $151,000. And now to like literally 24 hours later, they were at what five i'm sorry one hundred and fifty nine thousand dollars and guess and this is the whole glow away aspect to this in normal circumstances a business would have had to pay let's just say a minimum of like at least for us we're always looking at okay let's 10x right and honestly 10x is like it's very hard to achieve like not every business is able to get 10x on their ad spend 
right? Yeah. So, but if we can achieve it and we, you know, it's possible and we have done it before, like, we're always like, oh my God, this is amazing. We're super excited. We're, you know, above the moon or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so for, so my, so here, like to give you an example, you put in 10 grand, you, you, you get out a hundred grand, mm -hmm. right? So this client, like, <laughs> hasn't even put in nowhere near a fraction of 10 grand. They, we, we were looking at their account, like, towards the end of last week, and they literally spent less than $3,000. I believe it was about $2,900. And as of today, they've generate, they've been able to ch convert that into $159,000. Wow. How? Honestly, like all we did was add fuel to the fire. Like we came in and we just added fuel to it and then like literally it just exploded. Why? Because this guy's been in business for more like I think for around like 15 years mm -hmm. and he's invested in the community. He's invested in his brand. Like people know who he is. Right. So he has all this branding in place that he's you know, literally put in the work to do, the effort, the groundwork, right? And all we did was come and let, uh, add gasoline to the, the fire, right? Yeah. And and all of a sudden, like, exponential results. I don't even know what the 10x of that is. Like, it is, like, 50 times x. I don't know. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it's not, like, yeah. It's math that we yeah. can't even do. Yeah, I can't do that right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, and definitely. And actually, we do have a, a coming up episode on branding and what you can do right now to kind of, like, get that groundwork and get started started to that 100%. but definitely exactly like you were saying earlier it is a killer combo you have to have a little bit of both and if right now you can't sell your services by the way I, work in your brand yes no i'm sorry i cut you off yes. there i was gonna say by the way these 159,000 dollars he's generated have have literally been done it's like i'm not talking about in a year guys like he hasn't oh, made that yes. year he's literally Good done thing. that he's literally done that in eight weeks so I'm just like, whoosh, drop mic. Honestly. Mic drop. <laughs> mic drop, whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, yeah no. I mean, so I'm just too excited. But um, but it, it's That's really amazing to see. a great example of yeah. seeing like how it kind of works, yeah. you know? For sure. Because it does work. It takes time. It takes a lot of work, but it does work. 100%. So going back to how you should be marketing, guys, right? So virtual consultations is definitely how you should be adapting, how you should be innovating right now so that you can start seeing people and starting planting yourselves in their minds, right? And so that you can position yourself for in the future so that when they are ready to buy, they buy from you specifically. So that's number one. Right. The, the second one, you kind of already heard us mention it when we talked about stimulus packages. Mm -hmm. You want to just be putting together stimulus packages packages and trying to get people to support you as a local business right we in one of our other episodes we said that you can be advertising you can be marketing but you have to do it in a tasteful way and not obviously necessarily trying tact. to yeah it's some tack to it um because like you want to be seen in a positive light not in a negative light where some people if you are trying to sell right now they're even though honestly i would say it's ridiculous um like you know, I feel like there is a wrong way to go about it. Yeah, yeah, no, there's a wrong way to go about it. But I mean, I feel like I, I feel like at the end of the day, it's like people, you can't be upset for people trying to sell something. Like obviously, that's this is how the economy works, right? right. <laughs> like we have to keep stimulating the economy. So that's what we're calling these uh, stimulus offers, right? And so at the end of the day, right now, it's like you should be focusing on 
protecting your assets, and then pushing forward, offering these stimulus packages so that you can try to generate some revenue now, cover your overhead. Yeah, so anyway, guys, really, number one, adapt, innovate. The, the easiest way you can do that right now is by starting to offer virtual consultations and start working on a good process that works for you. Honestly, some software is right off the bat. Doxy, like D-O-X-Y dot M-E, mm -hmm. um, is a really great tool that you can be using right now for virtual consultations built for healthcare, and so it's HIPAA compliant, all that good stuff. It's really easy to and use. And it's really easy yeah. to use. The it's free. Yeah, it's free. And the benefit to it is that your clients don't or patients don't need to download an application to use it, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is the, the biggest benefit. Alternatively, honestly, there's no reason why you shouldn't use Doxy, but if you, for whatever reason you don't, Zoom was another good one. I know recently they had some issues, but I think they've taken care of those already. Yeah. Um, I actually got an email about it today. Yeah. Um, you can use FaceTime, you can use uh, Facebook Messenger, all that stuff. But those are always kind of, you know, uh, dependent on if people have the software. That's why, that's why we really like Doxy because it doesn't matter what platform or what device those people are coming from. All they have to do is click a link and that's it. Yeah. You can do a video conference call. Yeah. And then second to that, offer stimulus packages. Oh, uh, I remember what I was going to say now. Um, basically, you know, don't really... Personally, for me, like, don't even focus on being a hundred, like, bring profitable right now. Like I said before, you want to focus in on breaking even, covering your overhead. That being said, what is the best offer that you can give out right now? Like, literally, like, mm -hmm. what, like, I mean, 50% off, 75% off. I mean, honestly, like, whatever it is that you need to do. So that you can generate some revenue and, like I said, cover your overhead because it's a matter of survival at this point. You know, obviously, depending on who you are as a business, depending on how much cash you have, you can do certain, like, just do whatever makes sense for you, right? right. Um, that's what, you know, that's all I'm trying to say. But, like, at the end of the Don't day... Don't be afraid of yeah. doing a bigger discount to yeah, get to, some... Yeah, to get cash flow because, right. again, that's really all, like, money Money is better than no money, right? Some money is better than no money. So, um, yeah, so hopefully you guys found this useful and insightful, and we will catch you all on the next video. Just don't forget to like, share, and join us on our Facebook group, and download our Metsball Survival Guide. Oh, yes. Bye.